Hello, friends. Welcome to Success for Whole Ass Humans. I'm your host, Shari Bellucci, success strategist and well being coach for entrepreneurs, creatives, artists, activists, and thought leaders. I'll be your guide as well as your companion along the journey to cultivating a life grounded in your version of success while navigating the ups and downs that come with living a life as a whole ass human. We're often all going through such similar experiences, and yet we still feel isolated in them. I've created this space because I know that there's power in having our experiences normalized and how deeply transformative it is to know that you are not alone. If you're going through an experience that's challenging or complex in your life or business, and your brain has hit a wall, I want this to be the space that helps you open up that dialogue and conversation with yourself so you can explore and look at things in a way that ultimately helps you feel better and lighter. Like all of my content, my intention is not to present a one-size-fits-all solution, but to offer you possibilities to help you move through the stuckness so you can truly embrace your identity as someone who gets to create wild success, whatever that means for you, while being a whole-ass human. Let's dive into today's episode. So today we are going to be talking about a very fun topic, something that I've seen come up a ton with clients. This has happened for me too. I talk about it with my family. I mean, it just comes up so often. And so we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about how I kind of perceive a lack of execution and what that means some lenses that you can see that through to kind of help you process why you might be stuck in inaction for the moment and how to shift into action around that thing that you're not taking action on that you feel like you want to. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I think it, it's really comes up a lot for everyone in certain areas. And so I think it's really important to talk about this because our own self-talk can be really harsh and we'll tell ourselves that we're lazy. Yeah. We'll tell ourselves that we're lazy, that we're procrastinators, but I've just found that this is actually rarely the case, that this is the truth. There's actually usually something else going on there. And I think if we can give ourselves permission to look at what's going on there, it takes some of the pressure off and allows us to shift into execution. So the way that I see it and what I've noticed to be so true for my clients and for myself is we're not actually lazy when we're not executing. What's happening is we're immobilized by the thing that we want to execute on, okay? And so the way that I think about it is if it's something that you deeply want, like your heart or your brain wants, but you're not making it happen, there's often a way in which it feels so heavy, so overwhelming that we often get trapped in not doing anything because we don't know where to start or we have a lot of shit that comes up for us when it comes down time to actually act on it. Let's see. Yes. Also, Dr. Devin Price wrote a book about this called The Laziness Lie, I think. Ooh, I haven't heard of that one, but that would be super interesting. Yeah, I think it's kind of just a way in which we beat ourselves up. And I think it's just so helpful if we can reframe that and go, okay, if I, I mean, there, I'll just add a little quick caveat that sometimes there's things that we beat ourselves up about. We're not taking action on because we're shitting ourselves over it, right? We're telling ourselves that we should do this thing, but we don't actually want to do it. We just feel like we should. And I think that kind of goes in the bucket of things like how do we take off the pressure and just eliminate our need to do that altogether, right? Like, 
oh, I really should be going live in my Facebook group every single week, but I don't actually want to. Someone just told me that that's the best way to grow my audience. So I think I should. And I'm putting all this pressure on having to do it that way. That's not the stuff I'm talking about today. I think those are the kinds of things that are out of alignment for us, things that we actually don't desire to do. And we're simply not executing because we actually don't want to, but we're making ourselves bad because we think that we should. Hey, hey. Yes, that's precisely how I feel and have so much overwhelm and too many perfectionist tendencies to get over that initial hurdle. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So we're not going to talk about things that aren't in alignment for you. You deeply actually don't want to do. You just feel like you should. Um, that's in a different bucket. What we're going to talk about today is the stuff that you actually deeply do want to do, but you keep finding yourself not being able to take action or move that needle or work towards that goal that you actually do deeply want. And so you've created this essentially self-talk where you're, oh, I'm lazy. Why am I procrastinating? I know I really want to do this. I know this could change the game for me. How do you move out of that? And so if we think about it, like, okay, the reason that I'm not executing here is because I'm immobilized by how overwhelming this feels. What we can then look at is how do I take the pressure off of this thing? And the way I like to do that with my clients is through two lenses. I'm all about both strategy and the woo, right? So I think there's a practical element of it and there's a mindset element of it. And if we can pull both of those things, we can really feel the ease in taking action around it. So when I think about being immobilized by this big goal that you really want, this could be a personal goal. Like I really want to eat better, take care of my health, lose weight. It could be in your business. Like I really want to launch this DIY product or course. I have this great idea, but carving out the time feels really hard. It could be something like, oh, I've been doing this one offer for a long time. And I think if I offered this other thing, I could make more money and I'd really enjoy it more. But making the time to do that right can look a lot of different ways in different aspects of our life. And so what I find is that we often want things to happen faster than we actually have the bandwidth for them to, to, to play out. And so from a practical standpoint, I find that breaking things down into really bite-sized pieces is the most helpful thing you can do there because you can give yourself small wins and build momentum as opposed to feeling it's all or nothing. And I think when we find ourselves really not taking action for a while, we kind of make this all or nothing bargaining system with ourselves. We're like, okay, I've been putting this off for months. I next month, I'm going to do it. I have to get it done before the end of this month. And if I don't do it, that means that I failed. Right. And that's a lot of pressure. And it's really hard to be in a clear headspace from that place of intense pressure. I think a lot of us sometimes tell ourselves that we perform well under pressure. And while you could be someone who performs well under crisis, we don't want crisis or survival mode to be our general way of operating through life because that's what leads to burnout, right? So I think a more sustainable path that often ironically leads to the faster execution is to break it down into bite-sized pieces. So think about, for example, if it's about like the healthy eating, right? Instead of jumping to I need to do my meal prep and shop and make all the meals and start eating at home every day, instead of doing that, a bite-sized step one that you could give yourself there is like, okay, how do I start building awareness and figure out what's happening in my day to day where I feel like I'm eating out or eating the food that I wish I wasn't eating, right? Like cultivating that awareness of where you're deviating first. Maybe step two is how do I make it super easy for me to get the food? Does that mean doing a meal delivery service? Does that mean ordering my groceries so I don't have to shop? Does that mean, you know, what are your options there? 
And same thing with business, right? So I have several clients actually kind of all at this phase where they've had this project in their business that they know will help them scale, but they haven't been able to carve out the time to do it. So for a lot of them, this is some sort of DIY product or course. And so step one is not let's sit down and record every module of the course. Step one is actually, okay, what do I want people to get out of the program? And what is the easiest way for me to map out these modules? And so for some clients, that means repurposing content that they have. For other clients, that might mean running a live version of that program and repurposing the calls from the live coaching into a module. For other people, that might mean choosing not to do video for every module and maybe doing some slides and voiceover recordings. The way that you do this is going to vary based on your personal preferences. But the point is we want to chunk it out so that essentially you can give yourself wins and rebuild that self-trust and that self-talk around, oh, I'm lazy, I'm procrastinating. And that way, when you have a window of time, you're not both making the decision of what to do with that time and doing it. You actually have a list of like, okay, I have 30 minutes today. I know that today what I can do is actually just do X, Y, Z for my list. And you can kind of build those tiny wins along the way that allows you to feel like, oh, I said I'm going to do something, I do it. And you see that essentially self-gratification, instant gratification happening over and over again. I'm just going to check the comments here and say, yeah, that's precisely how I feel. I have so much overwhelm and too many perfectionist tendencies to get over that initial hurdle. Totally. And this comes up a lot, I think, for people who really do excellent work and have some of those perfectionist tendencies. Like I have this too, and I, I have cultivated the awareness to realize when it's a point of diminishing returns when I'm starting to go into that perfectionism. This happens for me a lot around graphics and design because I really love beautiful things and I have the skill set to make things beautiful, but it's not always worth the amount of time between having something that's good enough and presentable and making something really highly beautiful in terms of the return that it's going to get me in my business, right? And so I think it's helpful to train your brain that first of all, what you want is not what has to be there forever. I think it's really easy, especially with things like courses and evergreen things to feel like I need to share all the information. I need the recordings to be professional quality. I need to put everything they could possibly need into this module. And we have all these great ideas. So one really simple tip that I often give a lot of my clients just to help them focus in and let go some of those perfectionisty thoughts that are could result in a great product but might be stalling your execution is to just create a home for all those ideas so that could be a google doc a notes app on your phone but somewhere as a home for the ideas so you can capture them as they're coming up but essentially let them go when you're executing right so like the execution is like those now bite-sized tasks and then as things come up and you're like oh i could do this with the course or i could add a bonus module like have a Google Doc where you're capturing all those ideas for that program. Or if you find yourself working on one thing and your brain starts to get ideas and inspiration for another, just create a home for it so that you can dump it out of your brain and into that place. And then you can always go back and refer to that, right? With a course, the beautiful thing is getting it launched, the step to being able to refine it and make it better over time. Same thing with any program that you offer. It's often better to launch it at the least viable product version where you where it's complete but it's not perfect so that when you run it like by executing and taking action you actually give yourself the ability to refine it and improve it and make it better so your first draft is not the same thing as your last draft and that's totally fine because it's almost the return is better 
to launch it messy, see what comes up as you run the thing and refine it than it is to try and anticipate all the things you possibly need, make it perfect at the beginning, and then still end up needing to go and refine things because we often just don't have the clarity until we start doing the thing, if that makes sense. I'm just going to read a couple of your comments. I have so much perfectionist tendencies. I'm struggling with that a lot. Totally. And if there's anything particular that is coming up for you guys that you're struggling with this around, or we want to kind of do some back and forth, like live coaching, feel free to drop that in the comments and we can maybe answer questions specifically to what you're struggling with in terms of execution. Yes. Like I won't teach a class spontaneously because I get caught up on the damn flyer. Yeah. So in a case like that, you might come up with what's your minimum for a flyer. Like what does a flyer need in order to transfer the information and let people know you're legit? What's the basic information that you need to have on that flyer? And how can we let that be enough? Because often all the bells and whistles that we tell ourselves are important aren't quite as important to our people. They might say, ooh, I love the way this looks, but it's not what's going to prevent them from actually taking that step with you. And so the actual work of doing something is often more valuable than getting it perfect. And then once you've created that, right, you can always go back and, you know, have fun one day, make a really cute template and use and repurpose that. But it's better just to have enough time to promote the thing and get it out there than it is to spend on the product itself. That's another way I think we can trip ourselves up too, is because often it's not that we haven't spent enough time creating the thing. It's actually we're not spending enough time selling and promoting that thing to allow people to step into it. And so I think that's just super helpful. I think I just need to have a template of who, what, when, where. I love that. That's so simple. You could literally just answer that for yourself put on a background that's your brand color and be good to go. I love that for you. And so in terms of the practicality in execution, so breaking it down into those bite-sized steps so that one, you know what to do when you have time carved out. And then two, you can also give yourself those wins by accomplishing the small pieces and rebuilding that self-trust. And then from the mindset perspective, I think there's also some shifting to be done there. I think one of the things that happens a lot when there's something that we're not executing on that we really want to make happen for ourselves and we've been putting it off for a while because we're immobilized by how much we want the thing or how overwhelming it feels to think through all the pieces is that we can almost we can almost create this urgency and this intense pressure that it's now or never it's all or nothing and that can cause us to feel even more stuck so what I like to do is with clients, what we'll do is we'll think about how can we create some safety for you around the situation to take some of that urgency out of the way so that it doesn't feel like there's so much riding on this one thing, right? So for a client, like I just mentioned, who might want to launch that DIY product, they might be feeling like if I don't launch this product or this course, I'm never going to be able to make the money I want or step away from one-to-one -one client work or grow my business or whatever they're making that course mean. And so I find that if what we can do is be, okay, I see that it's not working for me to do this bargaining thing with myself to tell myself that I have in two months from now, I have to, you know, I have to create it. Otherwise I fail. What if we just let you commit to the process, decide that you're going to do it no matter how long it takes, right? And that it's okay that you can handle it not happening right now. So essentially you can handle being doing one-to-one -one client work for another three to six months if you have to, right? 
that that's going to be okay. Our brains have this funny way of making things feel like very all or nothing. And so it's so important to talk ourselves through that process to be able to turn down the pressure that's being created in our brain so that we can actually execute, right? I'm just going to catch up on a couple of your comments. Yeah, I use the creative process as a way to hide from the actual promotion. Totally. I think that's so normal because we're really passionate about what we're doing and we just want to pour and put our best foot forward into the materials. But often what people need in order to feel safe buying and understand what you're selling and how it's going to work for them isn't in that stuff we often spend so much time on. And so I think that's really just good evidence for your brain to filter through like, what do my people need to know in order to make the buying decision? And how do I focus on that over all the other pieces that my brain is telling me is important? It's like, I feel like I can hide behind the perfect flyer or whatever, but really I'm just scared to talk to people about what I'm doing. Totally. So that's really helpful that you can even identify that and have that awareness. And so now you can almost challenge yourself to flip the priority there. It's like, how do I let myself be okay with having a really simple flyer? And how do I lean more into talking about it twice as much? So if you would normally spend like two hours creating a flyer and then five posts talking about the flyer, how can I, you know, cut that in half? How can I spend one hour, 30 minutes on the flyer and then write 10 posts promoting it, right? And just see how much that transforms your results. Because I think, you know, before I made this pivot to coaching, I was helping my clients with marketing and consulting and with their launches. And so one of the things that often was the problem, so to speak, was they just weren't promoting enough. They weren't selling enough. So their audience never had enough time to really get on board. And if you're not actively selling, people just don't know that you have anything to offer. It doesn't give them a chance to step in. And so... It's just so helpful to give yourself permission to sell so that you can actually see the results you want on the other end because we're not in business just to be posting and just to be sharing. We're actually on social media and posting to be able to make sales in our business. And because on the other end of those sales, right, is the services that we get paid to do, which is where the majority of transformation happens for clients, right? We can just do a better, deeper work in our paid containers than we can through free content and a free post actually have a lot of trauma coming up around this that I didn't realize and how deathly afraid I am to put myself out there. Totally. I hear that. And it, you know, it's one of those things with coming out as an online entrepreneur and being in the online space that there is a lot of visibility that's involved in selling just because of the nature of, you know, the platforms and what we're doing. If, if you would like to some support around this. I am offering still my free booked out business sessions. So there's a link in my bio. It's a free 30 minute session. And I help you identify the missing piece that where you could focus your time and energy to get fully booked out in your business. If you feel like that would be supportive, feel free to head there and, and book a call and we can talk through some of what's coming up on an individual basis. Cause I know this is a public forum and it could be, you know, more difficult to process through some of that stuff, but, um, I, I love free sessions. There's no obligation to work with me or anything like that. It's just a generous way that I love to get back and I really enjoy them. So if that would be supportive, feel free to feel free to book one of those at the link in my bio. Every time I even get a new follower, I don't get excited. I get sort of afraid. Totally. So like that clarity is so helpful because you can see how that fear could also be an energy that you're giving out that like you're saying you want something, but then you're kind of afraid to hold it when you get it. And so 
that's just really beautiful that you have that clarity and now you can move into okay how do i solve this problem how do i shift my energy around that what are some bite-sized ways that i can break this down to give my brain evidence that this is actually safe it's safe to get a new follower it's safe to put myself out there and then i find that the more safety we can create the easier it is to act on because our brain is not constantly going oh this is an unsafe situation oh this is an unsafe situation and wrestling with ourselves in that way so in terms of execution from a mindset perspective just want to recap there that what i like to do is really think about ways that we can turn down the pressure and urgency so that we feel safe executing no matter how long it takes and i find that once once my clients make that decision of okay i'm in this regardless i'm not gonna keep bargaining my with myself i'm not going to create these deadlines that then i follow you know fall back on and feel bad about for myself i'm actually just going to keep creating plans and refining the plans to work for me in my life until this thing comes to fruition and it's that level of commitment i think that cultivates the self-trust and allows you to step into that action and get excited to execute again and i wish i could explain how good that feels when you can shift from that place of like, I, I need to make this happen, this has to work, and that desperate energy to really feeling like, I'm finally getting to work on this thing I love, it's coming, it's on its way, I'm, mo I'm making moves, it's coming into the world, and that place is so much easier to execute from. And in turn, the magical piece is when you're executing from that place, it also tends to perform really well because there's that energetic exchange that you're putting out there. And so people get excited to work with you and you find that your sales also, you know, translate into better results just because of the energy that's behind it and what you're creating. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. My phone is about to die, so I'm going to hop off. Thank you. This has been really helpful. Oh, I'm so glad. That's my number one goal with these lives is just to provide a little bit a perspective and, and way of shifting and thinking about some things. Cause I think it's so easy to beat ourselves up. I'm really guilty of this. I constantly have to create have done lists for myself because my brain will constantly turn over the things that I didn't get to or that I still have lurking. And so I constantly have to ground myself around what I did, the things that are important to me and just giving myself a lot of credit where my brain often wants to just blow through the things that I've done and be like, oh, but here are the things you haven't done. So I find that the more we can reinforce, like there's no pressure, I'm getting this right. This is gonna work out no matter what because I want this to happen and I'm not lazy. I'm just really, I really want this so bad that I'm freaked out and how do I calm some of that overwhelm? It's a lot easier to execute from that place and you'll find that you actually execute way faster than you ever told yourself you needed to before because it's light and the energy around it is just, it's a lot more open. So if you guys would like to work together, would like to have a coaching session with me or would like to talk about my new Scale Together program, this is a six month coaching program, but it's a hybrid pricing structure. So instead of just offering a high level coaching fee investment, what I wanted to do was basically offer an upfront investment and then a revenue share. So essentially I get paid a percentage of new revenue generated during our work together. It just allows me to put my money where my mouth is in a bigger way than usual. If you've ever been burned by coaching or felt like you didn't get the return off your investment, I just really wanted to make a safe option there and provide something that would allow me to scale my business by doing one-on-one -on -one intensive deep dive work and also allow for that congruency where as you make money, I make money. If you think that's something you'd be interested in, 
please head to the link in my bio. I would love for you to apply. And that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for your time. I will talk to you guys soon. Take care, y'all. Thank you for listening to Success for Whole Ass Humans. If you enjoyed this episode or have found this podcast valuable in your business journey, please leave us a review so that more people can find us and we can keep spreading the message that we get to be whole ass humans and create wild success. If you want to connect with me more, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Shari Bellucci, and I will see you all next time.